Gates. Mystery. Monsters. Mayhem. The unwritten book of the road. Follow the rules of the book and you get where you're going in no time. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Welcome to the show. I am Epion Five, and you are listening to another exciting episode uh, of Yeah, Mystery, Mo- Mystery Monsters, Monsters and Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah, it's exciting. I forgot the order. Yeah, it's Mystery Monsters and Mayhem. Does it matter? Honestly, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't you matter. Say whatever the fuck you want. It could be <laughs> monsters. Mis- uh, you know what the sad thing is? What there was a. <laughs> you asked me what I do in the basement when I'm working in the studio. Yeah, for a good week, I just kept saying. Monsters, mystery, and mayhem. Nope. Mayhem, mystery, and monsters. Nope. Nope. Mystery, monsters, and mayhem. That could do. (laughs) What about mystery, mayhem, and monsters? Nah. I I just kept saying the over and over. The three. Because the thing is, I would get tripped up. If I say monsters, mystery, and mayhem, I can't. The monsters throws me off because I have a hard time saying monsters. Yeah, without saying monsters. Yes. Which are the villains from Space Jam? I didn't see Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, you're not missing much. It's a bad movie. I, you know, I know Bill Murray's in it, right? Yeah. That's the only reason I want to see it. And that. Wayne Knight. Yeah. And oh, and Wayne Knight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He's good. <laughs> he's the kind of guy I just kind of want to hug him. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Huggable guy. But yeah, so for a week, I just kept saying monsters, mystery, and mayhem. So that's the name. And then I decided, no, I like mystery, monsters, and mayhem. Because there's like a little upwards to it, like mystery, monsters, and mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know mayhem has to be the last one. Okay, good. Because I've already forgotten the name of the show. You've said so many different versions of <laughs> Mystery monsters, mystery monsters and mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Welcome to episode three, yeah, where we're finally three. figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as far as what this episode is, you might be asking yourself: mystery? No. Mm. Monster? Mm. No. Mm. Baby, this is a, this is a mayhem episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I f- I'm finding is that almost every one of them, a little bit of a pinch of a monster. Depending on who you're talking about. (laughs) Not for this one. Okay. This one is monster-free. Okay. Monster-free, mystery-free. It is complete fucking mayhem. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what a mayhem episode is, because this is the first mayhem episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the mayhem. Mayhem. It. This is where I just anything it's like, goes. Hey, it's like five, <laughs> run wild, baby. Yeah. You take your clothes off, piss your pants. I don't care. I just cleaned in here. Uh, you know what? <laughs> a little Febreze. Yeah. And it gets it out. Uh, some Scotch Guard. Mmm. Yes. So mayhem episode. But what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about. The road. The road. The life on the road. Yeah. Yeah. A long, hard life that we've lived for many a year now. I know. Yeah. Okay, so, but specifically, people might not know, if they don't know who we are, they're going to be compu- confused. Like, they, they, they'll they know who you- for the road? They'll know who you are before they know who I am. Usually, it's like, I go to a show, and then they're like, is Michael here? And then I go, <laughs> nah, he's not at this one. I'm sorry. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I've seen, you've got, you have fans. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, we both have fans. Yeah. Sure. There sure. was like one show where I, you had like these two, uh, a couple guy, girl that I think were really into wrestling and they would show up to your booth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I thought, well, Brian's got some groupies. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I got fans. Yeah, cool. I got so, people. You got, I know you do. I've had people that drove over state lines to get shit. That feels weird. It does feel weird. Yeah. I feel like a letdown at that point. Yeah, right. When they meet you and you're like, <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. It's me. I'm Hi. so sorry. <sighs> you sure you want, you sure you want to buy this? Yeah. Uh, first time somebody wanted to buy original artwork from me. Oh yeah. I said, really? I did the same thing. <laughs> You were there, actually, but you didn't, you, it was at the Memphis uh, Comic-Con, the very first time we went, Yeah, and I had that, like, uh, Daredevil piece, um, paint on cardboard, and I had, like, $100 on it, because nobody's gonna fucking buy this, and a girl came up, and she was like, yeah, I want that, and I was like, you sure? (laughs) She was like, yeah, 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 and, like, you know, normally at a convention, you kind of, like... You have the person that comes by, and then they, like, ask for prices, and they're like, okay, I'll think about it, and then they'll leave and come back, like, right before you close, and then they'll be like, is it still here? And then you're like, yes, and then they'll buy it. Yeah. That's usually how that works out. Yeah. I hadn't seen or talked to this girl at all that day. It was just a, like, beeline, I want to buy that, and I said, are you sure? And she said, yes. No no second thoughts, just that's what no. I want, I'm taking it now. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It's cool, but it is it is weird. That was uh, That was the first time it happened. Even when that does happen nowadays, I still feel like a, yeah. a fraud or a failure. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay. They're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to find out. I'm not, it's not, I'm not that good at this. Yeah. Um, for those of you at home, if you're like, a little context, Brian and I are artists. And if you're wondering, like, I guess at this point I have I'm going to let you say that phrase. I, I prefer maker. I will. <laughs> fuck off. I, you know, I it's. Know. Because I like to do woodworking and stuff, too. That's art. Yeah, I just consider it all just making. Yeah, I think of it all as art. Actually, you bring up something that kind of pisses me off. Not not you. No, that's fair. I, that's a, it's a only a matter of time until no, I do no, that. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of art, yeah. uh, when I was in college... Oh, uh, a little rich boy over I, here. Uh, <laughs> it was community college, sir. Thank you. Ah, uh, everyone's invited. Yeah. Uh, in my art class, my painting professor was like, how many people here can name a contemporary artist? He's like, because most people can't. Most yeah. people cannot name a contemporary living, working artist. They they know Michelangelo, they know Rembrandt, whatever. This and, was the pre-Banksy days. Yes. Yeah, this was pre-internet days. <laughs> yeah. No internet yet. Yeah. And, uh, and like nobody could. And I was like, fuck this guy. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I raised my hand and I'm and he's like, yes. And I'm like, yeah, H.R. Giger. And uh, he was like, doesn't count. And I was like, what? What, they have to be living? Was that the thing? Well, Giger was living still alive. Oh, he was still alive then? He was then? still alive. Uh, and he was still working, because this was the mid-90s when I was in college. Gotcha. So, yeah, Giger was still... Was like species case. Species? Species? Species. <laughs> the movie Species yeah. came out in like, yeah. the 90s, early 90s, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Mid to late. Um, so I, he's like, doesn't count. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it doesn't count? H.R. Giger. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's an illustrator. Who fucking cares? It's still art. Yeah. So I, I get kind of testy when people like, I'm not an artist. And I'm like, do you make stuff? They're like, yes. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. That's subjective. The fact is you're making it. Yeah. Mine's not the like, is it good or bad thing? I, yeah. Cause that part's subjective. It's more just like, I didn't start this to be an art artiste i didn't start this to be labeled as an artist i started this so i wouldn't drink yeah <laughs> like hey, everybody's got their reasons and that's it i i still find it baffling that people will give basically give me money to not drink yeah <laughs> but 
everybody has their reasons for why they do yeah. what they do or make what they make. It's and it doesn't matter, honestly. But the the funny thing is, is like you and I make stuff. We make art. Again, whether it's good or bad, that's irrelevant. Yeah. But I have to say this now because we live in a new era. We have pre-COVID and post-COVID. But pre-COVID, we made a living as artists by going to Comic-Cons and horror conventions. Yeah, I had a good two-year run of not having a job and just doing art full-time and uh you had a much long you have a much longer run at I, that <laughs> I, I, I think i started in either 2010 or 2011 i don't remember shit when would it have been 2011 okay right i, I don't know my my first two conventions that i ever did was c2e2 in chicago and the new york comic-con okay yeah so you're 2010 i'm 2011 then so yeah um yeah, but like for those of you who don't know what it's like for a contemporary artist, like showing at a gallery is kind of weird. You you don't. It's hard to make a living because the gallery has to take their cut. The gallery's barely making a living. The gallery's yeah, and it's true. And just so you know, like generally speaking, uh, the cut of a gallery is fifty percent of the mm-hmm. sale. So if I sell a painting for you know five hundred bucks, I get two fifty, and then I got to pay taxes on top of that. Yeah, and so, they do too. And they do too. And it's totally fair that they, cause they got, they have bills to pay. Yeah. So I'm not trying to shame galleries for their, for their commission fees, but I, uh, I found a, a nice workaround to being a living artist is Hook it. Oh. Hook it. Well, <laughs> honestly. Kinda. It's kind of uh, Street work. Yeah. There, somebody on Facebook posted like one of those stupid surveys or things like, tell me what you do for a living without telling me what oh, you yeah, do. Yeah. And I was like, I sell myself. Yeah. Is what I said, which, is, it's that's some that's some Don Draper shit right there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. They're but not Comic-Cons, buying the product; they're buying you. Yeah, at Comic Cons, <laughs> you have to you have to sell yourself. Yeah. And so for years, that's what you and I would do: is we travel, we go to comic conventions, horror conventions, and I mean, the nice thing is that if it's striking enough, you don't have to sell yourself too sure. much. At the very least, it gets them in the door. Yes, but you have to be willing to talk about yourself. Yeah. And uh, but having and it's a weird life, man. I know you've talked about it. It is a weird fucking yeah. life. I mean, me and Jake had a whole podcast about it. Yes. Uh, the Art of Business Archives. You can find that on uh, your podcast feeds. I haven't done every episode remaster, but I'm working on it. And it, honestly, if you're a working artist or, or trying to be a working artist, his Brian's old podcast is a good resource. I listen to it now to see how yeah. far I've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do that anymore, which is why I'm broke. No, there's a lot of good advice on how to break into certain areas of the art world and, and how, how to get by and how to make a living. But for us, it's kind of like being in a band. Yeah. We basically drive and we're, we're everything. We're the band. We're the roadie. We drive. Somewhere. We're marketing. Marketing. <laughs> yeah, we do it all. Like, yeah. We have to do the online promotions. We drive to the venue. We set up ourselves and then we have to work the weekend selling ourselves and then we have to tear down and then we drive back home. It is fucking exhausting. And it's like, at least the schedule we were doing at the peak was like every other weekend yeah uh, yeah i was doing two cons a month sometimes i did three cons last october i did three i did back to back to back and then i took a a road trip at the end of october uh so really i did what essentially was i was on the road every weekend oh man yeah it's it's fun but like i don't it's it's fun but like i sometimes like why the fuck do i do this i'm in it for the food you're in it for the food there's a lot New Orleans is great for yeah. food. I mean, so much so that like, w- like if it's you and and Katrina, yep. if it's you and her, typically the first things that I even say to Katrina is like, 
Where are we getting dinner? Yeah, where are we <laughs> Figure that out. Let's at, talk at the end. It's funny, at the end of the convention days, or, or at the when we're actually doing a con, or if I'm doing a con, the last hour I spend on my phone looking at- I'm just so glad that she loves food as much as I love food. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> New Orleans is a great place, because- Yeah, even if I don't really make that much money in New Orleans, yeah. I'm gonna go, so it's like a paid vacation, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but spe- I, I want to get more specific with this episode because we travel so much because we go to so many conventions. Yeah. A lot of weird shit happens. Meet a lot of people, celebrities, non-celebrities. And yeah. It's just, I kind of want to just trade stories back and forth with you. Yeah. I, th- I think we could call this one Road Stories Volume 1. Yes. Because <laughs> we're going to do this again. Yes. And originally I was going to be like, it's, you know, we're, we're going to sit around the proverbial digital campfire and yeah. tell stories. But then you, you mentioned Jaws and I'm like, that's a way better. Yeah. Way yeah. Better. Sharing our scars. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Was that one mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to sing the song? For um, no. I thought, ladies. I thought it was going to be the other song. Which one? I'm oh, tired I and I want to go home. Bum, bum, bum. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Bum, bum, bum. about an hour ago. And it went right to my head. Bum, bum. Chief, put out the fire. Yeah, exactly. You want to drink? Drink your leg. I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we drink our legs. Ah, yes, yes, guys. So... One of the questions I always get... That was a great moment there, by oh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> the Jaws moment is, you can't go wrong with the Jaws moment. Yeah. <clears throat> is, uh, one of the questions I always get is, have you met any celebrities at these cons? And Like, if so, any... People always ask me, did you talk to Jason Momoa? Did you talk to Momoa? Oh, yeah. Or did I talk to this? Because he came by with his floppy hat. He did walk by a booth <laughs> with a floppy hat. <laughs> An urban sombrero, if you will. Oh. Uh, um, as my friend Mark would call it, uh, he calls... Uh, McCready's hat oh. from the thing he calls it an action sombrero. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, I love to wear an action sombrero yeah. with my driving gloves. There's yeah, no me. Um, but have you met any celebrities that stand out? Any any good or bad? Like good? See, interactions I, bad. I don't know about you. I used to do. I used to go to horror conventions like as a fan before I started vending at conventions. Yeah, like I never did comic conventions as a fan before I started vending. Um, cause I don't care <laughs> about those, but, um, so like I had some weird celebrity interactions as a fan, like, you know, like we talked about during the werewolf episode of taking a piss next to David Naughton. Yes. Um, vending wise, I've had, cause I always get to the show super early. Yeah. Um, cause it's, it's just, it's the work ethic thing that my dad put into me. Sure. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're, you're late. It's easier also to set up because you don't have exactly. to deal with a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Um, and I can like listen to headphones, like nobody's yeah. going to fuck with me. Um, so I've had just like some little run-ins with celebrity. I mean, we had that one, that horror hound where like we couldn't fucking break down because Corey Feldman winged the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so that yeah. was, that was one where he was buying stuff with his Corey feldman fun bucks for the audience uh, <laughs> it's like i really need you to explain this about the- yeah uh it was a horror hound weekend and i think it was a lost boys reunion was Maybe like the head right yeah it was a he- that was like the i like to call it the headliner yeah when i'm talking celebrities sure. Corey feldman was the headliner yeah. lost boys reunion 
And at the end of the show, like Sunday, when it all shut down, everybody's breaking down to go home. And the which, thing about vendors is when it's when at, when the show's done. Oh, you can they're breaking they're breaking down f- at least like forty minutes before yeah. it's time to break down. People want to get the fuck out. Yeah, you want to go. Yeah. Home. I mean, especially if it's like, I got to get on the road, I got to drive real far. Luckily, I didn't have to, but some people will drive. I've driven 12 hours to do a show. I've driven 22 hours. Jesus Christ. Was that the. All in one shot. What was that? Florida. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's, and that's why I have a strict no Florida rule. But yeah, we, we were all like, you know, fucking A, we got the go ahead, breakdown, you can go home thing. And then Corey Feldman strolls in with his, the, the girls that are like his backup dancers or like part of his band yeah they were in his band and like he just started shopping through people's stuff and was like i can't would you move would you move i need to go and like i mean he wasn't buying shit for me also i have the i have like perfected the breakdown at this point i can get in and out in like 30 minutes you're super you're fast yeah everything folds down into everything else so it's like compact he was like going around and buying merch and stuff from people but he wasn't giving them money he was giving them signed eight by tens (laughs) and uh that ain't gonna pay the bills cory bucks cory fun time cory bucks fun time cory bucks yeah um also the the celebrities who do like signings they they make cash they make they make fucking bank yeah so the fact that he's paying people with come on cory i've seen you here's a fun fact i've seen him live Oh, his band? Yes. Yeah. I went years ago, um, pr- probably like two, maybe late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, shit. Yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Wow. Uh, I was one of the only few guys. That w- I went there with my friend John Davey, who has Tourette's. So oh, was, yes. I know was, about John Davey. It was a fun time. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Uh, like, he was giving high fives to all the ladies, and I was up front. And uh, the show was fun. It was okay. You know? It was silly. Mm. And so I decided I want to get a high five from Corey too. So I put yeah. my hand up and he would like go down the line by the, by the front of the stage, slapping all the girls' hands. And then he'd skip mine and go to the next girl. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, Corey. Fuck you. you yeah. Piece of shit. Did you have your hair down and everything? I, yeah, my hair was down. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I, I was getting angry. Like I, my hand was up and I had like an anger face. Yeah. And I was like, slap my fucking hand, Corey. <laughs> slap my fucking hand. And then like, Last song, he went down the aisle, slapping all the girls' hands, and he was getting close to me, and I was slippity looking slap, at him, slippity slap. And I was like, you slapped that fucking hand cord, yes, piece of yes, shit. Yes. And then he looked at me, and he gave me a real big slap. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he brought it home. Ooh, so he's kind of all, he's on your, like, your cool list, then. Yeah, he's, he's cool. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he called out all the pedophiles in Hollywood, so good for him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, that guy did not have an easy life. No, he didn't. So, I'm not like, fuck you, Corey Feldman. No. But when it comes down to, like, dude, you're in my way. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to be mindful of other people. Or sign autograph, man, please. I mean, if it were like a print, if you were like, I want to print. Yeah, it's fine. I'd take a 8x10. Sure, sure. Why not? Yeah. But if it was like one of the big, like, $200 pieces, I'm like, no. No, no, no. You, you have money? Do. You fucking bum? <laughs> I, uh, I got a nice celebrity story. This is actually a nice one. Yeah. It's very heartwarming. I got a weird one that okay. you were involved with. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I'll tell mine. You tell me yours. Mine's quick and easy. All right. Go ahead. Go for it. We When we did that, um, wasn't it like the Day of the Dead offshoot that they did, that pop culture oh, con? Also in Indianapolis. Yeah. That was like, that got snowed out. We were stuck in a snowstorm. Yeah. 
And uh, you came over to the booth and were like, like doing your fun carnival barker thing. Yeah. And you called a, a woman over to the booth and then you bounced out real quick, basically just leaving it as a bomb for me to have to fucking deal with. <laughs> Do you know who that woman was? No. Who? Do you remember this at all? I- I don't because I I know I do this to you a lot. I- it was Galen Ross, the female lead from Dawn of the Dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you you called the woman who's like the lead of one of the top three films of, of my favorite films of all time, and I had to stand there like like Hey, how you going? Like how's how's it doing? And she's like Oh, like I couldn't I didn't recognize her because yeah. you know the movie was shot in the seventies and this is a few years ago and she was like i'm galen ross and i was like what the fuck (laughs) what are you hey what are you doing here and she's like doing the signing uh promoting this documentary that i'm a producer on i was like that's cool i painted this (laughs) (laughs) i was just trying to get people to go to your booth man yeah that's what i do so that was weird okay well hey at least you get to meet her right yeah to pay for it I had a, another little fun time when, like, Clint Howard was walking around in the oh, morning, and we just kind of did, like, a little good morning to yeah. you. That's always nice. Ice cream man. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I saw him in Evil Speak recently. Yeah. And that movie is- That's a good movie. That movie's really good. Yeah. I love seeing Clint Howard float through the air. Yeah. Like, in the end. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I, the first year that I was at the New York Comic Con- oh, yes. Was surreal, because- it was my second Comic-Con, and the New York Comic-Con is huge. You fucking went big. I know. I totally, right out the gate. It really set your standards to what a convention I, I, really is. I, I, <laughs> I really fucked myself. Yeah. I was like, perception. Like, yeah. I C2E2, and then I went right to New York Comic-Con. I'm thinking like, this is what it's going to be like for all of them. And Like, I'm were like, you breaking a K? Yes. Those shows? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Because I had a similar thing. Like, my first show was the very first uh, Indie Toy and Comic Expo that they just, like, promoted the fuck out of but did not have a venue big enough yeah like i had to stand on chairs to like talk to people to see over crowds and we made almost a thousand at that show too yeah yeah and that also set the standard of like this is what they're all like there's going to be a fire marshal at every show (laughs) and then you find out that no yeah sometimes you might just break even i guess Yeah. yeah but i was in the artist alley at the new york comic-con and on saturday i noticed that there was a huge crowd to the left of me and i i couldn't see why and i was like okay somebody's over there because all these all these kids were this big gaggle of kids yeah and i was like yeah, i'm gonna go see what's up so I, I i left my booth i walked over there were you solo no katrina's with me. okay but i mean at this point I leave my booth. And I just don't care. Yeah, I mean, I do the same thing, and I'm I am solo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if anything, I just put out a sign like "Be back in ten minutes." Don't steal anything. I got I to gotta take a pee break every yeah. So I left, and I went over to this group, and I'm, I look over, and I see a guy that's surrounded by a whole group of people, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's that's Scott Adsit." If you're not familiar with Scott Adsit, he is an American actor, uh, writer, and comedian from Illinois. Um, he was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. He's done a few things that you'll definitely know him. Like he did, He's one of those that guys. He's got that face. Yes. So he did a show for Adult Swim called Moral Oral. Oh, yeah. Which was yeah. a parody of the old biblical show, Davy and Goliath. Yes. So very tongue in cheek. Uh, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. I loved it. Most people will know him as the voice of Baymax from Big Hero mm. 6. Gotcha. From the movie as well as the TV series. Yeah. And I think they're doing a new Big Hero series. Man. 
He's got that Disney money yeah, now. He's good, got for Disney money. <laughs> good, yeah, for yeah, good for him. Good for him. So, voice of Baymax. I really knew him from 30 Rock, the show with Tina Oh. He was on 30 Rock for the entire series as a character named Pete Hornberger. Um, have you watched 30 Rock? No. It's okay. It's basically, no. it's a parody of Saturday Night... Yeah. The behind the scenes of Saturday Night yeah. Live of a variety show. So, Pete Horn... Uh, Scott Adsit plays a character named Pete Hornberger. Bald Hornberger. dude? Bald dude, yeah. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's one of the... He plays a, one of the writers on the yeah. imaginary show. Uh, I liked his character because he's a good guy, but a curmudgeon with bad luck. Oh, I can relate to so that. I'm like, oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, sweet. Um, so, he was in the artist alley just walking around oh. surrounded by people he wasn't there signing apparently he just goes to comic cons oh just, cool he just goes he just yeah, likes just it, a fan know? yeah just a fan huh. so all these people were getting, and this was when 30 rock was on yeah on tv so people recognized him right uh this was before big hero six so he was signing autographs you know taking selfies with people mm. and i was just standing at the edge of the group with my arms crossed just looking because yeah you know i was I just wanted to say hi. It was like that scene when Travis Bickle's watching that <laughs> senator. Yeah. <laughs> I probably had the same scowl. And you even did the... Yeah, exactly. The finger gun to him. I had an army jacket on. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> did you have I, a mohawk? I did have a mohawk. Actually, <laughs> I did have a mohawk that year. So, now that I think about it... Oh, man. probably did not look good. Yeah. But uh, wow. he saw me, you know, standing there. Yeah. <laughs> now I realize... Travis Bickling Travis in the corner. Bickling. Yeah. I was Bickling him. Yeah. And uh, getting my bickle, getting my bickle, <laughs> and the the crowd was thinning out because he was signing autographs, and I I waited till I was the very last one. Yeah, and then finally, you know, I walked up to him, and he just looked at me. He's like, "Hey, you know, do, do you want an autograph or or a, or or a selfie or something?" And I just said, "No, no, that's good. I'm, no, I don't want anything from you. I just wanted to say hi." Yeah, and like the thing is, as soon as I said that, no, I didn't want anything from him. It seemed like he let his guard down a little. Yeah. Bit. Because I said, man, I don't want to bother you. I I just want to say I watch you on 30 Rock. You're my favorite character. I love what you do. And I, I just wanted to say hi and thanks for what you do. I had a similar moment yeah. like that. And when I said that, he was just like, just looked at me. And he said, thank you. He's like, yeah. he's like, man, I, I appreciate that. And then he's, you know, he looked down at my badge because I had an artist alley badge. And he said, oh, you're, are you, you're an artist here? I said, yeah, I, I've got a booth. And he's like, well, where's your booth at? And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I said, I'm right down the aisle at you know a25 or yeah. what the fuck ever and he's like oh cool he's like listen i i can't i can't look at your stuff now i have to get going but i'll stop by tomorrow ah. and i said oh that's cool hey i appreciate it man i just want to say thanks you know yeah. shook his hand and we went on our way and you know <laughs> normally when you meet a celebrity and you and they say something like oh i'll check it out they're not gonna check it no out. no no they're no. just being polite yeah and that's totally fine I, they got a schedule they do yeah so i didn't think anything of it the next day sunday was just gangbusters. Like usually like, in conventions, that Sunday's the slow day. It is the slow day. It <laughs> yeah. is slow, but yeah. the thing is for me, there weren't a lot of stencil artists there. I think yeah. it might have been one of the first ones. So my work was a little bit different. I had a crowd of people around oh, nice. kind of like you were on that chair. Yeah. yeah. I was just like taking money from people. Yeah. Twenty bucks, here's a print. Twenty bucks, here's a print. You know, yeah. I, I was looking and then I looked up and just like yesterday, the roles were reversed. He was there at my booth. Standing on the side. Standing, <laughs> standing outside of outside of everybody. Oh wow. Just looking and just smiling. 
just smiling at me and nodding his head. Yeah, yeah. And then I like kind of mouthed to him. I said, "Do you do you want to come back behind the booth and check the artwork out?" And he's like, and he just said, "No, man, I don't want to bother you. You're busy. You're doing your thing. Wow, it's all good." Oh, he's that's like, great. I just wanted to stop by and say hi. I said hi. <laughs> you know, and then he, he walked along his way. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, he actually followed through on yeah. by the next day to check out the work. It was it was it was nice. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very rare that something like that happens. I had I had almost like not quite that, but I had that similar thing of uh, oh fuck, what show was that? Malcolm McDowell was the headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always found that when you, especially because I I like these like weird, obscure like cult films and shit. If you bring up the weirdest, most obscure shit to an actor, they're like, "This dude, fucking he yeah, knows. this guy's in." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Malcolm McDowell was like sitting by the door waiting for his car and i was like it like flashed in my head i was like one fuck that's malcolm mcdowell and then two it was like just go say something to him because you're gonna regret it if you don't fucking have you have a prime opportunity here and i i walked up to him and i was like hey don't want to bother you too much um i just want to say that you're fucking amazing in Lindsay anderson's if and then he was like god bless you thank you (laughs) that's very nice of you and i was like you have a good you have a good night and uh just walked away yeah yeah i mean like doing a horror show you know he's getting a lot of like fucking rob zombies halloween and clockwork orange like that's it that's all anyone wants to talk to him about and i was like i'm gonna go with the pre-clockwork orange shit you're you're gonna bring up a deep cut that a lot of people don't yes the movie he got hired for clockwork orange because of Mm. yeah if you haven't seen that movie it's fucking great Okay, I'll have to put it on because yeah. I have not. It's on the HBMO. Oh, HBMO? <laughs> yeah, I, I think HBMO. I think it is. Yeah. I, you know what would be great? If I could watch HBMO while I'm in a restaurant. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, my God. But who's got that kind of money? What kind of restaurant has that kind of money? No, but I, I, need, to inv- I need to find a restaurant that, that has HBMO. Uh, How do you say it? Restaurant. Restaurant. No. Rest. Rant. Restaurant. Yes. Restaurant. Restaurant. <laughs> I can only say it if I, if I sound like Matt Berry. Yes. Restaurant. Uh, Vampire Council. So yeah, you know, celebrity stories. I don't I don't have that many run-ins with fine. celebrities. But the fun thing about Conzo is it's not also just about the celebrities because you just meet random people. Yeah. Have you ever... Uh, <laughs> you turned into Kermit there for I a second. <laughs> Uh, Why? Don't forget Russell Greenwell from the last episode. Yes, <laughs> back. the sheriff from Hopkinsville. Songs about rainbows. It's all about owls. <laughs> it, it is owls. Yeah. Um, have you ever met any, or ever had any kind of interaction with somebody that wasn't necessarily good? Like I'm trying to think, like a, <laughs> a problem interaction, an interaction oh. that didn't go how you hoped it would have gone. Yeah, I mean, I you have like. You have those occasional ones here and there. I don't really, I don't really bank those memories too much. Oh yeah, um, live off of them. Yeah, I don't, because I can't. I can only assume what somebody's day is like. I can only assume what they're going through that day. Was well, anybody ever been an asshole to you? I oh guess. yeah, I mean constantly. Okay. You want to talk about my mother? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that for the mom. Episode, oh okay. Because we'll God. do an episode about parents, bad bad, bad dads and bad dads, bad moms. bad moms. Right? No, like I mean, I I think it was at like Heroes Con or something. Um, Is that the one in South North Carolina? Carolina? Carol Charlotte? Part of the Carolinas? Charlotte? Charlotte, North Carolina? Yeah, big big show, really big show on the East Coast. Um, and like, I was just sitting there doing nothing like reading or something and like a a younger dude about my age. And then like, I assume his 
grandfather or his dad or something like you know walking through looking at stuff and like the 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 younger man walked on and like the grandpa stayed and was like looking at my stuff and i was like yeah this is you know explaining the whole spiel and he just said some like like this is all bullshit and (laughs) no i mean i don't even remember what he said because i just don't put stock in it at all i think it like he was just like i've been around the world and i've seen everything and this is all bullshit and i was like yeah that sounds about right this guy just wants to die (laughs) <laughs> like, like i'm like i'm not gonna put ba- basically this old man was drug here by that guy and he doesn't want to fucking be here and i'm the only person that's probably gonna listen to this shit i think that's uh maybe a difference between you and me is because i <laughs> you would be like fuck you old man i i enjoy I yeah enjoy the confrontation i have a story kind of similar to that actually same convention new york comic-con the scott oh yeah scott adds it the year of scott adds it yeah what a glorious year. What a glorious year indeed. That was bef- that was when they still uh, took your phone calls. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been to New York Comic Con in years because uh, I think I got blacklisted from yeah. them. Cause they Because you're a fucking get, commie. I can't get in. You're a fucking commie. I am. I've been blacklisted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm all about communism. I love it. Yeah. I, love I mean, it. yeah. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a proponent. Or Actually, any, I'm kidding. I don't really care. It's fine. I mean, like a show like that, like you got to assume that fucking wait list is out the fucking door. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So it's like once you get off the list, you got to get back it's, in the back of the line like on the mafia. wait list. Once you're yeah. out, you're out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out now. But maybe I'm, one day you'll get back I in. Know, man, I don't know if I want to because it's such a it's a it's a it's a pain in the ass. Is, but that, the parking situation alone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> about the parking <laughs> that's a that's a mayhem episode yeah parking and it turns you into a monster i talk about it a lot yeah i do too yeah it yeah uh but the uh that year the scott adsit year there was a guy who looked like uh mr clean yeah he was bald and he came up to the booth and he was looking at everything and he had a genuine look of of uh curiosity and interest like wow like what what is all this? What yeah, is this? Yeah. What is this? And I and I said, oh yeah, I, I had stencils my, and spray paint. I had my spiel already down because if I, I was a salesman prior to all this, right. so I said, yes, yeah, you know, it's all done with stencils and spray paint. I hand cut a stencil with an exacto knife and spray paint each color one at a time, and I did the whole thing. And then at the end, he said, oh, you were becoming Daniel Plainview there for us. I take the pin. <laughs> and I put them on the canvas. Yes. I'm an oil man. I'm, an oil. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stencil man. I like to cut the stencils by hand. And I spray the paint. Spray the spray paint. I take your spray paint. Yeah. I spray your paint. I shake it up. I shake it up. <laughs> I shake your can. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, I think I'm going to buy one of those like shakers. Oh, yeah? Like a paint shaker. Okay. Yeah. Because my stuff gets frozen. I leave it in the garage. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true, yeah. I, I'm a basement man, so I don't got to worry about right. it. Right. After So, this guy. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. I explained everything, how I did it to him. And as soon as I got done, he said, oh, so you don't have to know how to draw to do anything. <laughs> and I said, what? That's the equivalent of that chasing Amy, you're a fucking tracer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, so you don't have to know how to draw to do any of this crap. And I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. So, and I... This draw, was, draw a chalk line around your dead fucking body, no, old man. I, <laughs> this was just, this was hilarious because I, I didn't, I didn't plan for this. I, it I just, just came out. I came out and all, all I said was, yeah, you don't have to know how to draw. And I, I held up my hand, showed all my fingers and I said, but you run the risk of cutting off a fucking finger. And then the guy's face like froze 
And like, he started getting real angry. And I looked down, he was missing a finger. <laughs> I didn't see it. it was pure coincidence. Uh, yeah, but you know what? He he fucking he poked guy. the bear and yeah. he got a finger bit off for yeah, it. Literally, yeah. He made fun of him for it. Yeah. Inadvertently made fun of his his fucking finger because yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Mister Clean. <laughs> his fucking missing finger. So he anyway. I, I mean, also like that was a sale I lost. <laughs> ah, whatever. He wasn't gonna buy anything anyways. No, he wasn't. If people come at you with that shit, they've made up their mind. They're not gonna buy anything anyways. No. It's the people who genuinely come up and like have actual questions yeah and i'm fine with those that. are the ones that are gonna buy some things i mean you, a lot of shows you i wouldn't say a lot a regular phrase you'll hear is like oh i could do that <laughs> you yeah. know yeah and then the the classic response is like well then go do it why don't you yeah why haven't you yeah the only difference between you as me then is that i i'm here and you're not yeah. <laughs> go do it where's your booth yeah where's your backdrop and when you do you know just uh know that you're gonna have to drive you're gonna have to set it up you're gonna have to market yourself yeah. all that preamble we said before you have to do that too lady have fun with hashtags because you're gonna use a lot of fucking hashtags yeah that's true here's a one for you uh i got two more stories i'm gonna share with you oh please do yeah but i'll uh, probably have some shit to piggyback off that's of fine so yeah this will be great worst convention because mm. there's some good cons there's bad ones oh we i think really we well we have the same i mean financially we have the same shared one which was that Summerfest show wisconsin yeah yeah that was bad that was a really bad show that was i'm probably never gonna do a show that those people promote okay. ever again because indiana comic-con which is the same company uh that wasn't a good show either yeah i'm on the i'm on the fence i i like the organization i do i i, I like how they say i like the up. people who run it yeah but great. they are not doing their research um part of me thinks that Maybe that's part of it, but I also think that the demographic has changed. This last Indiana Comic Con, it's all anime stuff, all yeah, pop culture. Yeah. Which, if that's what you're into, fine. I'm not going to berate people for what they like. I'll do it. Fuck them. But okay, it's fucking weeaboos. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, anime kids don't care about a Bella Lugosi painting that I did. No, so. no. Yeah, we're 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 we aiming got, in two different demographics. We're a dying breed, Brian. I mean, I do a podcast. I can literally see my demographic is 35 to 45. Yeah, it's it's changed so. At this point, I don't know if I'm going to be doing comic cons. Like, I'll, I'll do yeah. like the one sh one day shows that are fun. Like, yeah, you know, those are fun. Dirt cons, dirt cons. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's not an insult. I just they're fun. You, you well, it's up. also like it, it costs less. You're in and out. You're in and out, and the vendors, the people that run those shows, generally want you to be there because they care about those old comic books. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, so like it's it is a legit. It's a legit Comic-Con. Yeah, I think... the big ones. I think now... Well, Comic-Con, the phrase is... It's a pop culture convention. Yes. It is a brand. Yep. Comic convention is a totally different thing. For 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 being called a Comic-Con, mm -mm. there are a lot No of, comics. There are a, <laughs> no comics and a lot of anime fuck-me pillows. Yeah. Kind of weird. I've drawn a, a very, like, concise line of, like, the, the graph is, like, the more anime fuck me pillows and swords <laughs> and and my financial increase is like they're not the same no <laughs> no i actually have a uh speaking of bad cons i the, the wisconsin one was bad because nobody showed up to that one for the yeah. audience that didn't know the the organizers had scheduled the convention the same weekend as a giant music fest that's that i'd never heard of for years yeah, yeah and i never heard of it it's literally the biggest music festival 
And they probably did, didn't hear of it either because we live right fucking next door to Wisconsin. Yeah. Didn't know about it. Yeah. It's been going on for years. I think they said the Rolling Stones played that sh- that fest one year. Jesus did Christ. You know that? No. Yes. You know what was nice about that show though? Silver Lining. No one was there, so I could just hang out with all the artist people that yeah. I know. I, honestly, I just walked around. <laughs> yeah, there was there was. No I spent a weekend with Andrew Heath. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Andrew Heath. Yeah, I, I actually Andre Wheat is what I call him. But you know, Andre, I'm more respectful. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of an ass. Andre Wheat in the house. He's more successful than me, so I got to piggyback off of him too. He's more successful than all of us. I know, so I'm really trying to piggyback. <laughs> yeah, I I do have a worse convention, actually worse than that. Ooh, uh, fuck, man, this one I could oh could have could have died at this one actually. Katrina and I were driving to Evansville, Indiana, mm. for a small two day show. I forgot the name of the show. I think it was PopCon. You know, so Evansville is about four hour drive for us. Yeah. So we're packed up in her SUV. And a time zone change. And a time zone change. Driving 75 miles an hour down the highway. As I'm driving, all of a sudden, the car starts to shake violently. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I'm having a hard time controlling it. And I'm like, got to get, get to the side of the road, get to the side. And I finally get to the side of the road. I get out, look in the car, and I notice that all ball bearings are just falling out of the wheel. The, the ball bearings have all fallen out of the wheel. Jesus. Which I guess is a bad thing. I don't know much about cars, but <laughs> people have said, they have said, Look at that, and he said, yeah, that's bad. How fast were you driving? I was like, 75, and your belt bearings fell out? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you could have fucking died. Your car could have just went off the road. Jesus Christ. And I was like, yeah, shit. So then we had, call, <laughs> we had a call for a tow truck. Yeah. We were not even in Evansville yet. We were like, I forgot how, we were like a half hour outside. So that's a half hour tow job. Yeah, the nice thing about that, that uh st louis show that you did where your van was like acting on the fritz was like at least i'm at the show yeah yeah we didn't know anybody at this show yeah we had no friends yeah so we had to call for a tow truck yeah those are always weird shows where you know nobody yeah it's crazy because if something goes wrong what do you do yeah and so yeah what do we do we called for a tow truck uh tow truck towed us to a pet boys in evansville Mm. And they're like, you know, we'll we'll look at the car, and they they looked at the the car, and they're like, it's going to cost two thousand dollars to fix. And I'm like, we don't have two thousand dollars. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can use we can get used parts. It's going to cost you a thousand dollars, but here's the deal: it's not a permanent fix. It'll get you home. That's it. Yeah. And it's like that's all we can do, you know, because mm-hmm. we only had so much on the credit card, so we paid for the used parts. In the meantime, what are we going to fucking do? Because all of our, our gear, our artwork is in the car. Yeah. And so then we had to walk across the street to a Hertz to rent a van, drive the van back to the Pet Boys, unload the car into the van. Once we got everything in the van, they were like, well, we got to go find the hotel to check in now because the convention's the next day. Jesus Christ. So I'm using my GPS to find this hotel that I booked called uh, America's Best Value Inn. Oh. America's best value in. It's the best value America's got to offer, boy. Was it? You'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in Um, after the break. (laughs) um, I'm using my GPS. It's like telling me where to go. I'm driving. I'm thinking, okay, we're coming up. It's like, you know, hotel's going to be on the right. I'm looking on the right. Nothing but apartment buildings. I see Mm. no hotel. I'm like, what the fuck? This GPS is not get. So I'm just driving around Evansville trying to find the hotel because it's not there. Yeah. According to the GPS, it's not there. It's like Brigadoon. I finally found it. (laughs) It was off on a side street, a dark side street. Nothing else by it. Yeah. Except a CD strip club. Oh. Right next to it. Oh. And I'm like, 
Oh, it's that kind of hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a tug job hotel. Oh, man. Yeah. America's best value. Oh, so we pull into the parking lot. We're getting ready to get out of the van. The parking lot is dark at this point. I noticed for the most part, there's only a few cars in the parking lot. There's a semi truck parked in the corner of the parking lot. And I was like thinking like, okay, we're going to get out. Let's just run into the fucking hotel and get into our room. But before we can do that, all of a sudden, this guy gets out of the semi truck and he's carrying a giant wrench and he's yelling and screaming at somebody. You motherfucker. I'm going to kill you. You motherfucker. And then I see this guy pushing a shopping cart. It comes around the other side of the truck. I think you called me this night. I probably did. <laughs> yeah. So there's a guy pushing a shopping cart around this guy's semi truck. Just looking for a deal. The, dr- the I almost said the drummer, not the drummer. The driver, <laughs> the driver, yeah. The driver with his wrench is chasing this guy with the cart. You motherfucker, I'm going to kick your motherfucking ass. And they're literally running just in circles around and around and around the truck. It's like the guy could have just ran in away. Yeah, it was, it was like a Benny Hill episode. That's what I was about to it, say. It was literally Benny Hill, and I I sat <laughs> there <laughs> and I started <laughs> going. <laughs> and then one of them like gets his clothes caught, and whoop, he's wearing women's underwear yeah, underneath. And a little bald guy shows up and starts patting him on the head. Uh, uh yeah. And I I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, let's just stay in the van until this ends. And finally, they disappeared into the shrubbery. I don't know what happened to them. They were just gone. He watch you. I don't know. Either that or, or they were giving each other handjobs. Ah, uh, Hopkinsville handjobs. Hopkinsville, yep. It's Gurdons, man. Yeah. Um, so we finally run into the hotel. It is dirty. It is dark. It is smelly. Like everything's kind of wet. Every, yeah. It's kind of like this moist condensation everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we check in. We get into the elevator. The first thing I noticed is the doors aren't straight. They're kind of crooked. The elevator doors. Uh, the light is flickering. Jesus Christ. It is, what is it, what is that game, Resident Evil? Yeah. It's Resident Evil. Yeah. The, and I noticed the carpeting on the elevator, in the elevator, isn't carpeting. It's a throw rug. Somebody put like a, a loose fit throw rug into Jesus the elevator. Christ. And I'm like, they're covering up something. Oh, yeah. What, I don't know. Let's just get to the room. So we- You get, didn't lift it? I know I'm not going to lift it. <laughs> I didn't want to touch it. You didn't have those driving gloves then. I didn't have driving gloves. No. <laughs> no. So we get to the room. We go inside the room. I'm like, I just, I'm like, we're both stressed out. I'm like, I just want to fucking go. I just want to yeah. go to sleep. Like, we check the bed. No bed bugs. Yeah. It's bright, bright side. Yeah. But then I was so tired. I didn't even think about it. I took my shoes and socks off. Ah. Didn't even think about ah. it. Got off the bed, stepped onto the floor, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> my feet. It feels stuck. like a koosh ball. It's my feet stuck to the floor. The carpeting. It was so sticky and the carpeting was Mm. so rough. I I looked at Katrina. That is a horror story. Yeah. And I said, America's best value in the finest boar's hair carpet that money can buy. (laughs) Because I felt like I was walking on the back of a Uh boar. A guy on a buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) I was was so tired. I was like, I just. Fuck it. Just go to bed. I was like, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. I I need to get a glass of water, a little sip of water. Right. I walk over. Because I've been so angry and yelling all day. (laughs) I walk over to the sink. I turn the faucet on. No, it wasn't brown. Oh. It wasn't brown. It was creamy. Oh. Oh, that got worse. (laughs) Yes. Oh. 
It had like a milk look to it. Ugh. And then I, I just looked at it and I just started shaking my it's head. Frothy. And I just said, crack water. It's just crack, <laughs> it's just crack water. It's just crack water and boar's hair. It's just boar's hair. It's boar's hair carpet covered with melted gummy bears oh and crack my God. water. <laughs> melted I'm gummy bears. I'm done. I'm tired of this shit. Oh, man. Went to bed. Woke up. Went to the con the next day. Set everything up. Only made for two days $900. Cost a thousand to fix the car, God, plus it. the hotel, plus the cost of prints. And the rental for the Hertz. Yes, we were so defeated. We And then when we got home, we had to junk the car because it was useless. Yeah. We didn't have enough money to actually fix it up again. Right. So it's like, yep. How are we going to get to the next show? Because yeah. you probably had another show booked right we around did. the corner. Yeah, of course, yeah. It was, it was fucking awful. So America's Best Value Win wasn't really much of a best <laughs> No. Oh, also, I decided afterwards, I was like, you know... I booked that hotel. It had like 2.5 out of 5 stars, which isn't awful. Yeah. You know, it's not awful. Middle of the road, quite I literally. I decided I'm going to read the actual reviews. I, I should have did that. Nah. This one's on me. Well, I, I, it seems like it was just like, a, just fucking book it quick. Let's yeah. let's get going. So, one of the reviews for the hotel afterwards. <laughs> Do you was have a, it saved over there? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I should have saved it years ago. Print it off. It was a negative review that just said, checked into my room, bathtub was full of blood. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. During the COVID years, which we're still in, by the way, this what? episode's coming out in, like, oh, May or something. I'm going to assume we're still in the throes of whatever the next version of this is. But, uh, so, like, I, I was doing pizza delivery because there were no cons going on. Yeah. And the last place I did a delivery to was an apartment complex. And it was like similar kind of thing, like door off its hinges. I walked in, the lights were flickering like yeah. it was like a bad video game. I walked up one set of stairs, looked to my left on the on the wall. I was like, that's weird. That's a smearing of, oh, it says blood and it's written in blood. Okay, cool. <laughs> And then I went up the next flight to get to this apartment, knocked on the door. She opened the door. Nothing in her apartment. It's barren. Yeah. Like, it's just her, and I see a kid in the background just playing on the floor. No furniture. Might be a TV somewhere that I couldn't see. And I was like, well, one, this sucks. Two, I'm not getting a tip. Yeah. <laughs> and three, let's just fucking finish this thing so I can quit this goddamn job. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, that was my last delivery doing that. Oh but a similar vein to your story, do you got more of your America's Best time? No, that's it for America's Best Value. In. Uh, re I mean, soon after that, though, you got a new vehicle, right? We did. We yeah. we were able to get a used vehicle. My brother helped hook us up with yeah. the, used, yeah. the used van. So it wasn't all. I mean, it that sucked, but you eventually got a little bit on your feet. Eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah. We, we learned... we. I'm sure Evansville is nice. Actually, I know some awesome people from Evansville. Uh, uh, Alex Arwood. Oh, yeah. Pizza Face. They're yeah. from Evansville. Yeah. Yeah. They're, she's an awesome artist. I just, I had such a bad experience. It's like, I know I, I shouldn't be like, fuck that town, but it's just, it's just a nightmare for me. I don't want to go. It's like a trigger. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Well, it's like doing so many shows, you kind of learn the cues and you learn to suss out the bad shows and the riffraff sure. <laughs> pretty quickly from doing it for so many years but i had a similar thing when i think it was the second year i did baltimore which is usually like i mean it's always a pretty good show for me i was because i when i 
when I'm making money, I I just keep it. I have like a on lock and key lock yeah, box. It's smart. Yeah. Um. Because I don't trust leaving it in a hotel or an Airbnb or in my car. That's a bad no. idea. Or at the convention. Yeah. That's even worse. I know vendors, <laughs> I know vendors that have had their cash box stolen from behind their booth. Yes. So like it was like day two Saturday. I was meeting some friends, getting breakfast at this like local coffee shop that they go to every year and i as i do i got there early as i do everywhere i go and i was just like sitting outside just kind of enjoying the the day it was nice and uh this lady walks up to me this young woman walks up to me and she's got just like scabs on her her face has like burn marks and pock marks and Mm. um she's not good she's like she's a meth addict oh very clearly and she's been doing some uh prostitution okay judging from the scabs on her knees oh okay. yeah. yeah yeah um and this was like 9 a.m 10 a.m okay normally not the time you get a street walker out yeah. and about um but uh she walked up to me and was like can i have some money and i was like no <laughs> no straight to the point okay. yeah yeah and she was like is it because of the way i look and i said no it's because i work really hard for my money and i'm gonna keep it i'm not just gonna give it to anybody and uh just as i finished up that statement my friends rolled up in their uber <laughs> and i was like thank fucking christ i'm out of this conversation i can walk inside and have no problems because what that woman did not know is that i had two thousand dollars right underneath me in my book bag (laughs) Um, and if she had even an inkling of that that weekend would have went really bad yeah yeah it's a lot of money that's the most money i've ever made at a convention and it could have all been gone like that what show is this again Baltimore. Oh, yeah, Baltimore. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Fun fact about Baltimore, 10% of the population in Baltimore is addicted to opiates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. This kind of sounds like... Uh, it's, fun. it's fun to talk about... It's fun to talk about drugs. Valparaiso, <laughs> Indiana used yeah. to have a huge heroin problem. I don't know if they still do, but if that... I don't know. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how certain towns have certain drug problems. Yeah. Yeah. So that was scary. That was probably the scariest moment I had at a, on the road. Okay. That and that time I almost got abducted in Milwaukee. I don't remember this. <laughs> I, went to, I went to Dahmer's apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doing oh, some sightseeing. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. yeah, I was like walking back to my car and I heard someone be like, yo, bro. And I was like, well, surely that's not someone talking to me. <laughs> and then he yelled it again yeah. and I turned around. And he was like, yeah, you. And I said, me? And he said, yeah, you. I said, what? He said, come here. And I said, no. And I ran away. (laughs) It's probably the smart thing to do. Oh, yeah. Not only did I run away, I ran because I had to cross the street. So I ran on the side of my car and then hopped in through the passenger side. Yeah. Because I'm not going to go in the driver's side because that's how you get fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that show hadn't even started yet. That was like day one and me just like driving around the city. Yeah. Yeah, so I had no money that that guy could have stolen, which might actually make someone even more angry if yeah, they can't get something. Just give you a beat down at that point. Yeah, you're a disappointment. Yeah, right. Which is fair. Yeah, it's okay. It's only a matter of time until I disappoint someone in a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but those aren't con stories. Those are yeah, just circumstantial so weird shit that's yeah. happened on the road. But we've had good shit. Remember that time we went to? I think that was a St. Louis Planet Comic Con, and we like went to that bookstore. We went inside and there was just like some like old timey folk band practicing playing upstairs. That, that was great. It was a cool, it was like a vintage bookstore. It was like a magical time. 
Honestly, it it was like something out of a Harry Potter movie. It was insane. We went in this bookstore, like super old, three stories. Yeah. Nobody was in there. And you could just hear like muffled noise upstairs. Yep. And we went upstairs and there was like 50 people playing music up there together. Yeah. It was crazy. It was all very orchestrated. Not orchestra music, but they were... They, Orchestral. They knew what they yeah. were doing. Yeah, it was like folksy yeah. music. But it was, yeah, it was insane. It was magical. And we just stood there and we're like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I've got video of that, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I, 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 miss those, I miss those days. Yeah. The pre-COVID fun days. Yeah. The fun shows. We have our cookie parties. We do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Uh, we say that. He's not lying, actually. Yeah. One of the things we like to do is... What's the... What is that place called? Insomnia Cookies. Insomnia Cookies, because they deliver. Yeah, and they're open late. And they're open late. We would find Insomnia Cookies in, in the towns that we would go to conventions <laughs> to, and then we would order a bunch of cookies and milk yeah. and just pig out on the big... I would get... I would always get, like, the chocolate peanut butter deluxe oh, cookies. Oh, so good. Yeah. And then just go back to the hotel, watch some Garth Merengue, call it a night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really a milk guy, but I would drink milk it's, with that. Cookie. It's perfect. Yeah. It's the perfect combo. Yeah. So what else you got? You got some more stuff? Right I have there? one more story. Yeah. And then we'll close it out. Yeah. We'll close it out after that. Close Episode it out. three. Close it out after close that. Close it out. So I, I've mentioned before, I'll mention it again. I'm a, I'm a huge Rocky Horror Picture Show fan. Yeah, same. I love the movie. I'm Not a, as much as you, but same. Yeah, well, a, I guess fine. fandom's weird. Yeah, <laughs> but like most of the people that are in my life who are close friends, I all met through Rocky Horror or associated with that, that show. Yeah. So, um, and I've met some of the actors, like I did a horror convention, uh, Barry Bostwick, who plays Brad and Patricia Quinn, who plays Magenta was at this horror con. They saw my Rocky horror artwork and then they, this chiller. No, this was uh, a days of the dead Chicago, like seven years ago. They, Barry and Patricia stopped stopped by our our booth every day to talk. Like in the morning, they'd stop by, say hello, because they saw the artwork and the, afternoon they'd stop by and in the evening when they're out they'd stop by and it was just cool hanging out with them i'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that on another episode because patricia quinn had some fun stories but yeah and barry boswick's like friendly super nice with guy. you yeah oh, like nice. he knows you super nice <laughs> i don't know if he knows me anymore because it's been years <clears throat> right he meets so many people right but uh but we had a good run like almost every other show he was at yeah for a while yeah, I mean, there was there was a time when he knew my first name and he yeah. saw me. He was like, "Michael, come here." Yeah. I'm like, oh, excuse me, Barry wants me. <laughs> Brad, yeah, asshole. Um, but uh, one of the last horror conventions that, well, not the last one, but I should say the first horror convention I did back. At, now that COVID's over, it's not over, right? Well, by the time this is out, maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. <laughs> you think everybody's going to get vaccinated? No. No, no, but not. you know the un will die. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I did flashback, which is a Chicago con. It's been around for years. They're doing their twentieth anniversary this coming year. But is that one kind of hard to get into as well? Is that one of those you got to be on the list kind of things, and you um, got lucky and got on the list? Kind of. Yeah. I um I don't know. It's it's so weird nowadays. Uh, I I kind of know the organizers and they know gotcha. who I am, so they send me an email being like, "Hey, you know, booths are up for sale if you want one." Right. So I got a booth for myself. I was doing this con solo flashback this past year, and uh, I set my booth up. Um, you know, they have all the stars. Last minute addition to the show meatloaf yeah from rocky horror picture show meatloaf a day meatloaf a day also one half of my one of my favorite musical groups bad out of hell an album meatloaf and jim steinman yeah who wrote all the music 
Uh, I love it. I'll, I'll sing you Jim Steinman songs if anybody asks. Or if you don't ask. If you, <laughs> that's actually true. Uh, here's a fun fact. I yeah. did a karaoke night once with some friends, and uh, they're like, what song you want to do? And I decided, I'm going to do Bad Out of Hell. Yeah, all, it's only like a nine-minute song. All nine minutes. <laughs> and uh, my friends thought it was funny. Uh, the people in the bar did not. Yeah. And when I was singing about seven minutes into the song, somebody threw a bottle at my head. Ah. Uh. They missed, though. And yeah. I, I kept going. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to finish this song. Like a bird on a <laughs> So, Meatloaf's at this con. And I'm like, oh, shit, Meatloaf is here. That's cool. I've never Which is him. also like, you're like, fuck yeah, I got a bunch of Rocky Horror shit. So. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> so, I, that's good, too. I bring I bring my Rocky Horror prints of all the Rocky yeah. Horror paintings that I've done. <clears throat> so, it was just coincidence. It doesn't happen at every show. But you get lucky sometimes when you do a piece and, like, a star is there. Yeah. Sometimes those pieces will just fly off the shelf. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. No. But sometimes they do, and it's great. Yes. In this particular case, Meatloaf, I could see him from where my booth was. Yeah. So I could look over, and I can see him sitting down and signing, and he had just a meatloaf. big line. Yeah. And people that were there saw my Meatloaf print, and they were buying it. So I was yeah. selling Meatloaf prints, and they told me, yeah, I'm going to have Meatloaf sign this. So I was like, oh, cool <laughs> yeah do you feel like i feel weird about that because what you and i do is fan art yeah legally speaking we don't have the character rights to do it legally right so when somebody buys a print of like meatloaf and they're like i'm gonna have meatloaf sign it my first thought is oh that's really cool meatloaf is gonna see my artwork he's gonna sign it but then my yeah. other thought is meatloaf might get mad that i'm selling artwork with his face on it mm. so i'm like i you know i don't know I don't, I don't care that much about it, mostly because I don't make that much money off of okay. it. Sure. Like, the only time I've really ever had a thing was, like, I have an Alice Cooper piece, and he did a show, and people were buying my Alice Cooper painting to get it signed. They would bring it back to me, and they'd be like, he fucking loved it! And I'm like, oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's one of those rare, that's one of those rare moments for an artist where you're like, oh, I feel good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. I've done something meaningful with my life. I've never had like any kind of confrontation like Katrina's John Waters thing yeah. that maybe we'll talk about at a talk later about time. Talk about the next one. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> we're buying meatloaf prints and I'm like, that's cool. You know, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Uh, so Saturday, uh, there's a little bit of downtime. And so I like to add the numbers to see how much I'm selling and what I'm yeah. selling up. I want to see what's what's popular, what's not. So I'm standing there. I got my head down. I got a calculator out. And I'm adding numbers. That's my calculator noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just fun to do. Um, and then I see that I can see in my peripheral vision that somebody has approached the booth. And you're like, just got to finish this line yeah, and I'll be right yeah, with him. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, literally. I was like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be with you in one second. And then I'm like, I, I put my head up to say, you know, hi, can I help you? And it's meatloaf. Yeah. He's right there in my booth, leaning over, looking at me. And I, I'm going to step back from the microphone. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> say, I'm going to push the mic yeah. away from me a little bit. And before I can say anything else, Meatloaf is like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he starts yelling at me. He's like, yeah, but that's how he talks. Yeah, no, that is yeah. how he talks. But he's like, hey, man, are you the guy that's doing all this artwork with me? Are you doing, are you the guy that's doing all these prints? And I, I was like, what? <laughs> 
Meatloaf's yelling at me? And he's so loud that I can see that all the booth neighbors next to me are now watching. They're yeah. all looking at oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because everybody can hear this. And and I said, what did you say? He's like, are you, are you the guy that's doing all the artwork of my face? He said it like that? Yes. He said, of my face? Yes. Oh, my God. And I was like... Yeah, that, that's like red flags of like, fuck, I'm going to have to pay this guy right. for likeness rights. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like super cautious, and I'm like, yes? <laughs> He's like, oh, you, are you selling these, man? Are you selling these prints of my face? Are you selling these prints? And oh so, my at God. this point, I'm getting real worried, because I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, obviously, he knows I'm the guy. Yeah. Because he's been signing these. So, I'm just like, yes... He's like, how much you selling these for, man? How much you selling these prints for? And I'm like, fuck it. I'm busted at this point. I'm not right. going to lie. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, $20. Oh, $20. I would have aimed even lower. $10? <laughs> like, I was just like, $20. Yeah. He's like, $20? You selling these prints for $20, man? $20? And I thought, oh, God. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind, I had to type this out because this, this makes me happy. Oh. Yeah. In my mind, I was being confronted by Meatloaf for- uh, uh, Copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Yeah. And I, I, just by the cadence of his voice and by him yelling at me, I thought he was going to break into a song. <laughs> He did not break into a song. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so after I told him that they were $20, he said, $20? I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I'm going to make you a deal. I'm going to make you a deal. I'm going to sign these prints. And he's like taking his finger and like pounding on my prints. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to sign these prints, all right? I'm going to sign them. And you're going to jack their price up. You're going to jack their price up <laughs> for $20, $40, all right? For $40. You sell it for $40, all right? And then you split it with me. You get 20, I get 20, all right? That's not a bad deal, honestly. It's not a bad deal, but... But also, then you've got a fuck ton of prints that are signed by Meatloaf. Right. And also, I'm still freaking out that Meatloaf, Eddie from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah. is yelling at my face. And this is also true. So, the, the, <laughs> the anxiety had, yeah. I, had set in, and I froze. I didn't know what I... to say. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I just, I just looked at him with my mouth agape. Yeah. And, and and then he's like, you think about it. And then he starts walking away and he got all the way down the aisle. And I was like, hey, I, you think about he, it. He turns, yeah, <laughs> he, turn, he turns back around and he's just like, you think about it. You think about it. And, and then, then he, doves flew out behind he just him. Walked away. <laughs> and then like, at that point, my booth neighbors were like, what the fuck just yeah, happened here? Yelling at you? And I was like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's kind of just how he talks, though. Yeah. So that's the time that I met Meatloaf. Man. I mean, I feel like it's one of those, like, you know what I should have said? You know what I should have fucking said? Like, hindsight, you know, is like, if he had been like, you can't, you can't sell these pictures of my face, right. you'd be like, then talk to Fox. 
who owns Rocky Horror, <laughs> and you can have them serve me a, cer- a cease and desist. That sounds great, but... Because you don't have one, my man. I, I was just... Like, normally, I, I don't I don't ever get stage fright. I don't ever get... Yeah. Tongue twat... Tongue twat... Tongue, tongue twatted. Tongue twatted. Tongue twatted. I don't ever get tongue twat. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. As I said that, I get tongue twatted. Yeah. Tongue twisted. tongue twatted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you're, you're, you're very... Despite what just happened there, yeah. you're a pretty good talker. I really don't care, yeah. honestly. And that's w- w- like my friends Sean. And Unless Laura. it's some asshole from Anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's another story. But actually, yeah. I love Anthrax. Yeah. And I've met Charlie Benante. And I, I love him. An yeah. awesome guy. I'll talk about that in another another show. Uh, but the, about the time I met my my drummer, uh, childhood idol. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, but no, I like Sean, my friend Sean and Laura always joke that I'm the kind of guy that doesn't care. Like, you can tell me, hey, I'd be on a five. I think your artwork fucking sucks and I hate you. And I'll say, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't like me either. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, oh, I'd be on five. Your, your, your music sucks. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Have you heard it? I don't care. <laughs> listen I, to this Ghoul Brigade song. Yeah, <laughs> I, I took time to learn a Nickelback song for a joke. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but Meatloaf, that was the one time where I didn't know what to say even afterwards. Wow. I just, just I, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. And I, I, I called people and I was like. Hey. Yeah, you called me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I called. I, yeah. And I was like, Meatloaf just yelled at me. Meatloaf Hold just me. yelled at me. <laughs> so, I, it was weird. It was fun. Like, I got to meet Eddie from Rocky Horror. But yeah, not under the best circumstances. No, but how many people can say Meatloaf yelled at them? Like a lot in, of people, if they've ever, if Meatloaf has ever said a word to yeah, them, because that's just his speaking voice. But, but like in a yeah, yeah, I guess a friendly way. <laughs> How can you yell and be friendly? The the follow up story to that is that you did not make that deal with him. I didn't. No, <laughs> I, I did. I was so just still freaked out that I, even though I understood what the deal was, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't wrap my head around it, and I, I actually was just like I. I don't want anything to do with meatloaf. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want a paper trail to meatloaf. I don't, no, I don't want, exactly. It's like, I don't want to have to tell him how many prints I've sold. I don't want to have to, I don't want to be beholden to meatloaf. Yeah, no, in any way, no. Shape, I don't want to be in debt to meatloaf. No. Cause he'll find me. He will find me. Yeah. yeah. Like Eddie, he'll just like, like a bat out of hell, man. He'll yeah. just break through a fucking wall. And then the funny thing was, da, 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 you know, a few, like a month I'm later, got you. <laughs> like a month later, we did that Louisville show, the Scarefest, where yeah. we recorded the Night of Living Dead episode. Yeah. And unbeknownst to us, in my aisle was Meatloaf's daughter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I didn't talk to her. Small world. But yeah. Small world. Yeah. Did you talk to her? I didn't. I didn't know until after you told yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like you should have went over and be like, he yelled at me yeah. one time. What am I going to say? Like, yeah, your father yelled at me because I was selling prints of his face. Yeah, but that's then you'd have like the other perspective of her being like, yeah, he does that all the time. Uh, but I thought I can go up to his daughter and be like that. But then she'll probably be like, everybody fucking does that to me. Get the fuck out of here. you know? Yeah, but that's like you at every event is people being like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should be. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything like that at all 
Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's a rarity, man. Well, then I, say, I have nothing to piggyback off of that. That's fine because you know what? I'm gonna call it for today. We'll yeah, because we'll we'll probably do more road more road stories, more road stories, more road stories. Yeah, more road stories. Oh yeah, Epion I mean, five and we, Brian Aerosol Pro. We even kind of uh, teased a few that we can talk we about. Yeah, there's there's there was a lot more because we've done this for so many years. There's so much. You know what's the nice thing though? Because. uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, the nice thing about about this weird life and this weird job is, um, and you wouldn't think it going into it, but you see the same people at every show. Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. Um, it's actually a rarity to go to a show where you don't know anybody. Yes. That's, that almost never happens. Yeah. Um, like that Evansville show. Yeah, that I met, exactly. That was yeah. when I didn't know anybody. Yeah, and and it, not that the show was bad. It wasn't their fault. They had a they organized a fine show. It was just so many bad circumstances happened, and we were by ourselves. Yeah, it made it just awful. So yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's weird that like I basically have to drive to a different city and do a show to hang out with friends. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's nice to see the people. But in the in the olden days, before the age of the internet, everybody had to drive to see people or... Yeah. You know, back yeah. in the old days of grandpappies and party lines and telephones. And yeah. Oregon Trail. Talking about the Oregon Trail. I'm talking about <laughs> dysentery. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's where we're going to call it. Yeah. We're going to call it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I am Epion 5. And you are Brian Aerosol Pro. That's and me. Dude, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode, for sharing stories, for swapping. Yeah, I mean, you came scars. You came to my house. I but did. I'd like to thank you for coming to my house yeah, to do your show. Here's the fun part. You get to edit all this. Yeah, that's the easy part. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, I want to thank you, the audience. If you're out there listening, thank you. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. Even what if you show? didn't, please message me or message brian let me know i love good i love some good criticism let me know what you like let me know what you don't like you know what the show is mystery monsters and mayhem if you have any mysteries monsters or mayhem that you would like me or brian to talk about have you seen a ghost have yeah. you seen a gerblin yeah gerblins let them know yeah please i love this shit i do i live for it uh has can- meatloaf yelled at you yeah <laughs> or someone you love <laughs> You're entitled to compensation. Oh my God, there, should be, like, there should be a recovery group, like like alcoholics and yeah, yeah, yeah. people who have been yelled by me. Like, they've been scarred. You know, like, hi, my name's Happy on Five. I was yelled at by me, love flashback. Hi, Happy Welcome, Happy on Five. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I see you're also a Johnny. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you like, don't like. You can DM Brian at his Electric Monster Instagram account. Yeah, Electric Monster Pod. Electric Monster Pod, great podcast, which talks about cult movies, just weirdo movies. With a little history. Yeah, Brian breaks it down. You do. You break it down. You do a good job. It's a full-time job right now. <laughs> Does it pay like a full-time job? It pays literally nothing. Sounds like an American job to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> so, thank you for joining me on this Mystery Monster and Mayhem. What's it going to be next time? Going to be Mystery Monster Mayhem? I don't know. Yeah, find out next month, everybody. If it's an alien, it's probably an owl. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. So, uh, thank you. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss und bis später. Goodbye. No chism this time? No, no, no. This okay. is a different month. Yeah, okay. <laughs> chism. 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 <laughs>